0: Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation.
1: Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend Enfuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hiya. The show's namesake, BJ Shea. He's here. Woo. Woo! It's a party! And running the boards is me, Joey Dees is on assignment, so apologies for any technical difficulties. On today's show, I will geek out about the new Fallout 76 update, titled Steel Rain. BJ will quickly talk about Flash. <laughs> I see what you did. And a couple of board game reviews there, and of course, the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, how can people get a hold of us?
2: Get a hold of us via our website, bjgeeknation.com! Dot Gonna have our blogs, podcasts, and that more stuff?
1: More. <laughs> more.
2: <laughs> uh, or just search BJ Shays Geek Nation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, and the Odyssey app to find us.
1: Exactly. Lots of ways to get a hold of us. Give those us those five star reviews, and uh, I don't know, send us an email, bjgeeknation gmail.com. I'd love to get those. Uh, quickly, I am very excited because last week, actually, the 7th of July, Fallout 76, which is the Woo! Fallout universe, in essentially MMORPG territory. It's a massively multiplayer game, uh, almost also in the same vein as like a uh, Grand Theft Auto, uh, where it's uh, the online mode with everyone. Uh, But this one is purely online, so it's not like Fallout 4, but you can go out to the wasteland of Appalachia and uh, go and wreak some havoc. And they have just done a new update. Steel Rain, which is the Brotherhood of Steel storyline, which just started this year, is in. They've also got now Legendary Crafting, which lets you upgrade your weapons, armor, and power armor with legendary effects, legendary. which is huge for people because that was one of the big things. It lets you either create items that have specific legendary properties, which essentially I mean, BJ, you've played Diablo and, oh, like yeah. Diablo 2. You're waiting for a drop to happen. You'll get a cool sword, but it'll be a cool sword with crappy stats yeah. and maybe special effects that you don't really want. Well, now it lets you the, have the chance of crafting these ones specifically and doing that with power armor was something that has never existed so that's really exciting as well. We've got the new season of uh, little fun uh, tidbits and prizes that you get so you complete challenges and you go through that. And uh, even a brand new gold bullion vendor has come to town so you can get a whole bunch of new stuff. Um, All of these available updates are for the PC, for uh, the PlayStation, and the Xbox. So definitely go out there and get it. And uh, if you you do uh, venture into the wasteland, shoot me a message because I'm usually out there as well and I love to play with people. Now
0: shoot him a message. Don't shoot him.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Send me a missive. (laughs) He don't want to die. <laughs> he just got his new power armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, send uh, send me a message on the old Xbox Live, and uh, then we can make that happen. Uh, BJ, talking TV talk. It looks like yeah. the C-dub's still uh, rolling along with the Flash.
0: Oh, C-dub. I mean, really. They have <laughs> How so long many... has the Flash been going on? Uh, like a decade is, at this uh, point? I think it's just, just, his uh, 37th season. <laughs> it was, uh, seven seasons. This is, uh, usually, oh, okay. Okay. And this is usually when you go, okay, uh, that's it. Uh, but I, And, and I, I haven't heard anything about this show wrapping up. I, I don't know. Maybe, we, you know, because usually seven seasons is it. Um, it's hard to say. I know a couple of people have left the show, uh, including Cisco. He's not on the show anymore, and that was kind of heart-wrenching. A couple of episodes ago that happened. Um, and they are definitely winding down this season. There's going to be a big two-parter that's going to be coming up soon.
1: Oh, yeah. And Actually, uh, coming up m- tomorrow is going to be the start of that one.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. And part uh, of the matter. That's it. That's the one where uh, we find out uh, that uh, Barry's daughter is still cooking. We weren't sure because some timey-wimey stuff was going on and we wondered if Nora was still alive and Barry was having dreams where he wasn't sure if his little daughter, who really is his all grown up daughter, but he hasn't had in real life yet or or in present time, but he will eventually have her. We know that. It's all timey-wimey. Bottom line is they also found out there's another kid. They got a Boy Flash kid guy, whatever. I don't know what his name is. Boy Flash? Yeah, Sammy Flash. Um, <laughs> he was at the end of the episode, and, um, you know, so uh, Bart Allen is his name. And uh, so little Bart, Bart showed up. And I, I mean, maybe people who know the Flash comics know that there is a Bart Allen somewhere. I don't know. Um, yeah, but, no idea. But it's it's, it's Barry's kid, and just like Nora is Barry's kid, but it's like her younger brother. We didn't know she had a, a younger brother, apparently, but now we do. Uh and he's old enough that she would have known about him the whole time. But of course, she never mentioned him when she was on the show before as a future version of his younger daughter, you know? Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, again,
1: timey-wimey weirdness. I don't know. Uh, but yes, it is uh, exactly Flash. Well, and it makes sense, too, because I saw even, like, a little vignette about The Flash and about how, and this was, I think, for the movie version, Um, so it was Ezra Miller who was uh, talking about it, and it was just like, yeah, he does have a specific power, um, but they've been able to kind of extrapolate so many different things from that power that it turns to suddenly like, yeah, now it's like time travel yep. and so much more when it comes down to it. Oh, he can throw lightning and use that oh, as a yeah, weapon? Oh yeah, sure, why
0: not? I mean, he does that. <laughs> <laughs> he can actually phase through you with his hand and basically just kill you by putting his hand in your body and ripping your heart out if he wanted to. Well, that's pretty cool. It's a flashy thing, I guess because he... It is a flashy thing. Because uh, he can move so fast, he actually can phase right through you, you know? And, and so, this yeah.
1: is the uh, the this, this two-parter starting tomorrow is the season finale for season 7. Yes. And they have announced season 8 and they are going to be staging multiple, uh, multiple Arrowverse team ups this fall. Uh, they did mention that uh, the next season 8 for The Flash will begin with a five special event episodes featuring heroes from across the Arrowverse or the CW-verse as the network chairman likes to call it.
0: Yeah, which is interesting uh, that they're calling it the Arrowverse. We already had John Diggle show up, and that was, of course, uh, Oliver Queen's right-hand man.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, also known as, uh, oh, I forget his name. He was a somebody. <laughs> he's, got, he, he's got a name. Uh, I don't P- know. Pitbull Patriot. I forget what that is. Pitbull the heck.
2: Patriot. I if know that's, that's not a the, character. I there know, needs to be
0: one now. I know that's not who he is. <laughs> but he does have it. Oh, uh, no, nah, right when it's on the tip of my tongue, and a oh, Spartan. He's Spartan. Spartan.
1: He's Spartan, yes. Yeah, I like Pitbull Patriot yeah, better. Pitbull
0: Patriot, I think, is a much better <laughs> name. So, yeah, it is C-dub. Uh, no doubt about it. It has it. C-dub moments where you just want to shake your there were some moments though I have to say in the last couple of episodes where he Barry Allen is talking to his wife and she's not answering him it's almost like it's the Maris situation from uh, you know, the old Frasier show oh. where like there's a, uh, you know I have a wife but you never hear her you never see her and he, there was a couple of episodes where he's going I'm going to go now honey I know you have an upset stomach because Iris <laughs> is pregnant and she's not saying a word and I'm like okay so they give her a vac- there. yeah they give her vacation, and so like two episodes in a row, but then she shows up, and apparently she's got some issues where she maybe really wasn't there, and Barry didn't know she wasn't there. (laughs) But I thought, wow, that is really like...
1: No, that's how they get you.
0: Yeah, it's like, wow, I really thought you were just trying to you know, give the girl a couple days off, and instead, you know... I don't even know what's going on now. Maybe this is a plot thing? I don't know. Um, Yeah, there's a lot happening um, in Flash, and
1: I don't know what's happening. (laughs) That's that's the best part about it. It's
0: very timey-wimey and all sorts
1: of speedy-forcey and stuff like that. Well, when you're not watching television shows, you are playing a lot of board games. Sure am, buddy. So what do you got for us uh, in the world of uh, board games? Well, I want to give a... uh, a good
0: congratulations out to uh, uh, good folks at Stronghold Games, because uh, a couple of years ago, almost six, I think, actually, uh, they came up with a game called Terraforming Mars. And oh, yeah. A big, big hit of a game. Uh, lots of great expansions. And uh, really, uh, you know, for Stronghold, pretty much, I think it's got to be considered their biggest game. And Makes sense, uh, at yeah. least more, most popular. Well, they've released uh, released another version that's gotten into Target stores. And for a you know for a smaller game company, I mean, Strongholds is, is definitely a big company, but not on the level of Hasbro, maybe Mattel, or you know that we remember, oh, yeah, you know, way back in the day. But they, they do really well as far as uh, I would say the independent board game industry. They they got a they're a good company, and they just got into uh, they got into Target because they re released Terraforming Mars into a thing called Ares Expedition. And they uh, have taken a lot of what's in Terraforming Mars, but they really boil it down to a smaller box, uh, lighter gameplay to give you that TM experience, but not as heavy as some of us gamers would like it that maybe a beginning gamer might not want to deal
1: with. an intro version of that. And then if everybody vibes with that, you can be like, now here is the expert version. Well, that's what they hope. Yeah. But to get into Target, you know, I think is a big,
0: big thing. I've seen some like Ticket to Rides and, and, you know, some games that's started off with some independent companies that, you know, Target started to recognize because they were popular, so I think that that, that's always a cool thing, and it is a really decent game. I I, I, I say it's a decent game because I have yet to play it. Um, Really? I've read the instructions. I've looked at all the cards. (laughs) I hope to play it this weekend. Um, That's why I'm saying it's a really decent game because I don't want to say it's fantastic, and I don't want to say it's not good because I really haven't played it, but it's really good looking, and they've updated the way the cards look, and I think... That's kind of cool for a new player because the older cards were okay, but... You've played the original, though. Yeah, the original's definitely... Okay, okay, okay.
1: That's what what I thought because I swear Uh, that we've played it before, so...
0: And um, they actually came up with a Kickstarter version with really super components to make it even crazy. That So I'm going to be playing the original soon as soon as my Kickstarter copy comes in. Nice. Uh, But this here is a nice way to to actually play this game and there's a lot of depth to it, which is what's so good about Terraforming Mars, but it's not going to just break your head yeah. Um, and the components are pretty and what I think is interesting is they also they they added a new sort of mechanic to this game that if you played Race for the Galaxy you will recognize and that is the idea is that you know there are certain things you want to do um, but you can only do them in certain phases but in this game you have to choose which phase you want to do like you can only choose one of the five phases that you for sure go I want this phase to happen because if the phase doesn't get picked, then the phase doesn't happen. Oh, wow. Okay. And Race for the Galaxy is well known for this. So this is very reminiscent. And this is what happens in board games. I mean, people take ideas and go, I like this. I like that. I mean, it's been done for years. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, though, is, it's. I mean, you know, you secretly pick what phase you want to activate, kind of maybe pushing your luck going, I think Rev is going to want to play those kind of cards. And I do, too. But I also want to play these cards. I want to
1: play both. So you're really so hoping I that do, I do the phase. Yeah, you can like, do your phase, and then everyone is happy. And, you know, if they don't, then you're like, oh, he picked the same one I did. <laughs> and then you're completely
0: screwed. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, you still get the bonus action for picking. Yeah. You know, the fa- Basically, when a phase is picked, that means the phase will be active. And then everybody gets to do that phase. But if you yourself are the one that actually chose that phase, then you get the bonus as well as the regular actions. Um, but, you know, in a game like that, where it's a push your luck, and you're trying to maybe even talk to people going, Rev, I bet you want to do this. You got to do phase one, buddy. You do do phase one, and I'll make a deal. If you do phase one, what do you
1: want me to do? And you'll go, Oh, well, I need phase three. And then, of course, you'll lie and go, oh, Yeah, I'll do it. And then you just because yeah. I constantly lie, yeah. steal, connive, and do all that stuff in the Game of Thrones game doesn't mean I'm gonna do it in every single game that we play. Probably
0: maybe yeah. so. I mean, if you don't know anything about terraforming Mars, it's just what the name says. You are basically a bunch of companies, and you're going to play one of these companies, and your job is to terraform Mars to get ready for people to go live on it because that's what we have the ability to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, the game has many different ways that you can go about doing that. And if you find a good engine building sort of situation for yourself, you may end up getting yourself the win. Nice. Yeah, and it's it's well done, well made, and uh, but it's you know it's not as it's not super complicated. But then, once you if you get this, then you go all right. Then you're ready to graduate to the giant board game that is terraforming Mars. So this is terraforming Mars Ares Expedition. I know Target has it. I'm pretty sure you probably can get it if you went to Amazon and some and, and your and your friendly local game stores. I think may have it as well. I think, or maybe maybe Target has an exclusive for a while. That kind of seems like yeah.
1: Usually something like that is usually like a Target exclusive. But again, yeah, check with your local gaming store as well. Yeah. So that's uh, I wanted to give them a, lo- a lot of love, and then. Uh, Another game uh, that uh, is...
0: Is, is a game that was a Kickstarter game, but man, I, you know I didn't know anything about this, and uh, our good buddies at Zulu's board game cafe said, "Hey you guys want to check this out because they'll back a lot of Kickstarter games because they think it looks they look good, knowing that if they put them in their game store they'll be able to sell them oh yeah and so yeah, yeah it's a nice thing that the, the, the retailer like the retailers have the ability to do that for some Kickstarter company games, and I love that they do that, and Zulu does that a lot
1: and some of the more savvy Kickstarters will have I mean and I know that uh, something like Think 12. Games with their with their dice of games have done yeah. this as well. They do uh, retail tiers, so you can buy multiple copies at a lower price. Or even something where they even had a, an awesome deal where it was like, in order to get better shipping, you can buy multiple at one time to be able to do that, get your friends together. But I know a lot of the uh, Kickstarters will have that where, hey, if you're a retailer, you can buy you know, maybe 10 games of this at this specific tier, and it's for retailers only.
0: And uh, the retailers, like at least our buddies at Zulu's, they will say, look. Uh, we'll give you the Kickstarter price, and we save you the shipping. That's amazing. So you know, that you, is killer. Yeah, where you try to get your friends to do it, and that sometimes you can't get enough. Zulus is like,
1: "Well, we'll be your friend, oh.
0: and we'll do it with you." So that is yeah, so great. So this one is called "After the Empire," and it's basically after the fall of Rome, Europe fell into the so-called Dark Ages, mm-hmm. and from the chaos feudalism or the chaos feudalism arose, <laughs> providing stability to the region over the coming centuries. And uh, this is a game, yeah, that takes place during the Dark Ages, Middle Ages, and 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 basically you have a cat- and you need to defend your castle from the invading hordes. And this is uh, really got good game components because all of your castle walls and your turrets are made of plastic, so you've got the wooden plastic, but you you got the brown wood that you start <laughs> yeah. off with, but then you can graduate to stone. And oh. they got these mini, 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 mini little figures. It's almost like little army men, but you <laughs> and, and, and and from back in the day. And yeah, they come yeah. with a bunch of them. And so you've got your you've got your castle walls, you've got your army men, uh, and- and you are trying to defend yourself against the what you know will be the coming hordes. You have your farming fields outside of your castle, which oh. will get burned. And you have to find a way to protect them because you need to feed your people. And um, there's also what I love about the game is there's also uh, some, a tableau building aspect to it where there are cards that you can also buy in the game that will allow you to get better abilities in order to do whatever you need to do. Interesting. The unique thing about this game is, is that, um, like a lot of games... Money is the victory points. So whoever has the most money at the end of the game wins, uh, but you need to use your money as a resource to sort of buy things to help you get there. Yeah. And then the unique thing with this game, it's a fascinating mechanic. The hordes, when they attack... They will send more hordes to attack the richest person. So if you are not doing so well in the game, or maybe you find yourself in maybe third place out of four players or second place, that may not be a bad thing because I was the guy playing that game, (laughs) and I had a ton of money. I was just raking in the dough, and then all of a sudden... Yeah, they came for me. And you see, and then you realize, you're like, wow, you have like, I have double the amount of attackers coming at me. And they go, there you go, Mr.
1: Rich Pants, they heard about you. <laughs> so that's kind of a really fun sort of uh, comeback mechanic, really, when it comes down to it. Yeah, because you
0: do want to get money. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when they come, they sack you. And basically what happens is- You just is, don't want
1: the most money. You don't lose all your money, but it says if you if,
0: if they come through and they bust down your walls, and it's, a, it's really clever how they attack and which way they come from. There's certain cards that get just, and it's very, very- Variable. you'll see these cards and they'll just spin them around and then you flip them face up and then that's the direction they'll come at you and you have to predict out of the north south east west which way should I fortify where should I put my troops uh, should I spend money on building this wall should I just have turrets there is so many different ways to try to play this game um, and I, I I will tell you this I have played them all wrong <laughs>
2: um,
0: and well that's how you learn but it is a game that uh, many of our friends have really really loved it uh, you know and said man we gotta Get to this table again and again. So uh, it's called After the Empire, and it is uh, published by Grey Fox Games, and of course Grey Fox does a lot of great games. And um, you and I know that uh, Zulus had some. Your friendly local game store may have some. Amazon may have some. And um, oh, it says here you can get it on Amazon for one hundred and thirty bucks. Now that ooh, may seem like a lot, yeah, but there's a lot of great components in here. I th- okay, okay. I feel like they're selling like the superpower, like the super great version, but there may maybe a cheaper version doesn't have all the fancy stuff but eh, you might want the fancy stuff <laughs> i didn't tell you also terraforming mars i think checks in at about 42 bucks too uh, okay
1: yeah. yeah that's a um, that's a nice affordable thing especially yeah. for a target uh, sort of game yeah exclusive yeah. possibly yeah
0: but after the empire is uh, is is it's one of those games where if you really think you like it maybe you and a buddy go in on it and then yeah. and then whoever gets to keep it at the house will probably pay the lion's share
1: yeah uh, or you just share um,
0: custody of it yeah that that kind of <laughs> thing because the components really are nice i mean that and that does make the game is to be, you really sitting and looking at your castle that
1: you're building and like, hey,
0: this looks like a real castle.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Well, now it is time to get to The Geek Sheet with Vicky B. All right, Vicky, what do you got for us?
2: Okay, so I got a little ahead of myself thinking of Black Widow that I didn't mention big news that came out last week. What was that? We finally have a release date for Marvel's What If.
1: Dude, thank you to a drifting nerd for uh, uh, keeping us all abreast of all the information. (laughs) Sent us last week the trailer, Mm -hmm. and the first thing that made me lose my mind, and it's so much because my wife loves this character so much, we're going to get a Captain Carter.
2: Yes. Agent Carter
1: is going to have a, well, maybe a Captain Britain shield. I don't know how it's going to work out because she's not going to be Captain America. Nope. But it looks like she is going to be taking the super uh, super soldier serum. Nice. And I think
2: there is a Captain Britain.
1: Yeah, there is a Captain Britain in the old comic books, but it's definitely not uh, Sharon Carter.
2: No, it was a dude. But <laughs> so I'm looking at a poster. So if you go to our uh, Facebook page, I shared this a few days ago. But like it was from the Wandavision page. They shared the What If, and like this has so many different elements to it. And I'm trying to find all the little Easter eggs, and my brain cannot compute everything. Uh, but in, like the trailer, you do see Iron Man, like in the beginning of the first Iron Man movie. But obviously, this is all animated. Right before, like, when the explosions happen and he almost gets blown up by the Stark missile, he is sh- saved by, uh, I'm Killmonger. Killmonger, excuse me. There we go, yep. I almost called him by actor's <laughs> name. Uh, Killmonger, and there's so many, if we've seen the previous trailers, too, like, what if it wasn't uh, Peter Quill? Who becomes yeah. Star-Lord, and it was, it was at- actually T'Challa.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, T'Challa becoming a Ravager, essentially, at that point, And it- uh, hopefully maybe a Star-Lord.
2: And I'm seeing, like, in the poster, there's a Spider-Man with a cape. Ooh. It looks kind of like Doctor Strange's cape.
1: Oh, Doctor mm-hmm. Strange gets bitten by a radioactive spider, maybe? I mean, there's so many spiders in the Spider Verse. Who knows who this is? Right, and that's—it's really interesting when you look at the what ifs, because back in the day, the what ifs were just essentially, uh, basically, a writer just saying, "Hey." What if this happened? Like, what if the Punisher killed all of the X-Men or stuff, you know, random stuff like that? It was
2: like, what if it was, was it Captain America who died instead of Tony Stark?
1: Yeah. Yep, yeah. I think that was the whole thing. And it would and it would just basically be a one shot. But these, the way that they're putting them out, it almost seems as if they're kind of leaning into the multiverse, especially Maybe. when we've got Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. We've been watching all the crazy stuff with Loki going on, which we'll talk about on uh, next uh, on next Wednesday's podcast some mm-hmm. I have to think that this is kind of a bigger picture, not just a singular like Again, like a one-shot comic book. one Yeah, for funsies.
0: Yeah, I like I, I like the animation. And oh, like you said, so Rev, cool. it brought me back to the old school comics. When, and I really, I think it started, I think it was like the Watcher was kind of like a, yeah, involved. Yeah, yeah, like the Watcher. Yeah. I was Watcher.
2: we see some kind of interesting figure right in the middle of the poster. Yeah, so I'm that's, like, is that the Watcher is that to, uh, else? I
0: think so. I'm trying to remember. And I think it was the Fantastic Four might have been the first issue of, oh. of What If? Or mm. it was definitely... A legendary Marvel character, and basically it was that. It was like, what if somebody else had this happen to them right. rather than the people that we know? And um, I feel like that, I mean,
2: yeah. not saying that's where it started, but I like the whole idea of, Gwen, uh, what is it, Spider-Gwen? Oh, it was, yeah. Yeah, like just that. It's like, what if it was actually Gwen Stacy who got bit? But then that kind of turned into a real... Yeah, Story she's line. part of the
0: Spider-Verse, and, and she's had some great interactions. A lot of folks, I mean, unless you've gone back and read those
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, with him and his relationship with Gwen, because a lot of folks just really know his relationship with Mary Jane.
2: And I think that's just and, all because of the first Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire.
0: Yeah, and and also, he's had a relationship with Mary Jane for, like, forever, right? because Gwen, she didn't last long. I mean, mm-hmm. when you take a look at how long Spider-Man's been around. Right. Uh, but it was his first true love, and it really was a powerful, mm-hmm. I mean, I remember reading that when I was and, younger, like, Whoa.
1: And BJ, you were correct because the very first what if, number one, was what if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four, which is hilarious because he did eventually yeah. some years down the yeah. line. He does. Yeah. So these are almost like testing grounds for stuff, but also like what if Hulk had always been, uh, always had Bruce Banner's brain, yep. which we did get, I mean, in Professor the MCU. Hulk. Yeah, in the MCU with that. Uh, what if the Avengers had never been? What if the Invaders had stayed together after World War II and- and what if Captain America and Bucky had both survived World War II? So those are some of the first ones that they put out there. Which the
0: MCU has had them both survive. I mean,
2: how right. crazy is that? You We're, never yeah. really die. We know this because yeah. of Loki. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it makes sense that they have uh, Agent Carter become the new Captain Britain, if you will. Yeah,
1: however which way they go about that. Because I've
2: been seeing this GIF roll around, that moment where they tr- they say, it's like, Cap- the-, the soldier needs to be not a good soldier. He needs to be a good man. Mm-hmm. And that's what he said to Sam when... Um, when he gave him over the shield and yeah. stuff, and that's why What's-His-Face wasn't a good Captain America, nope. but that moment when Tommy Lee Jones's character, the general, I believe, throws the grenade that was dead, and scrawny little Steve Rogers goes to save it and like jump on it, yeah. you see Peggy Carter in the back also running towards it.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. So, so just sh- maybe she knocks the scrawny guy out of the way and does it, and that's kind of how everything s- gets set off.
2: Something. Maybe something happens along the lines, but she also has the same like She's a good human. She's a good person. So the one thing that I'm most intrigued about, and I think you're going to like this, that I noticed, is I'm looking at Grimora. And she's holding up a very interesting weapon that I believe, and outfit looks very similar to Thanos's. Oh. oh it's like that gold and kind of armor and that weird kind of double knife thing, blade oh. thing. That oh yeah,
1: that was right. And maybe, is there like a gauntlet or something in that picture? I'm not
2: seeing a gauntlet.
1: That'd be very interesting just because but I know in the comics, uh, recently in the last couple of years, uh, Gamora did wield the Infinity Gauntlet for a time. Maybe oh she's really? taking uh-huh. over Dad. Ooh yeah, taking up Dad's business. Well, <laughs> someone's going to carry on the family business.
2: I mean, but there's also the Marvel Zombies which was a popular comic series i believe. oh yeah well, so yes. we're gonna be seeing that i'm a little nervous to be watching it oh, oh you can just that. watch
1: it just make sure you watch it in a fully lit room you'll be fine um, yeah, sure you will
2: <laughs> that being said i found uh, the Nerdist put out an article about six mcu prequels films and series that we want to see because obviously black widow is not like it's not a real prequel but it kind of is it's a prequel to like the last few movies i guess Um, but we want to know more of the background to some of these characters, and I want to see what you guys think of these. The first one they came up with was Captain America and the Invaders.
1: And that would be the, the World War Two buddies? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I was trying to think about that one, because yeah, I was one of the first ones, and I really wasn't actually sure what the Invaders
2: were. Right. So, Cap Prequel should show him going on special missions with the classic Marvel Comics World War II team, the Invaders, which the original was the Human Torch.
1: That's what I thought, yep.
2: Uh, and Namer, which was kind of... if. It's one of those like he's
1: the submariner, the submariner. Yeah. He's Aquaman for the Marvel universe.
0: Yes, and he's a better Aquaman. I he was he was always a little bit well, more. I mean, was always better than what Aquaman was in DC. I mean, i oh, yeah. sure like
1: perspective, like yeah. but like better. He really wasn't a great guy. Yeah. Well, that yeah, that's what yeah he was he, he wasn't a joke. Okay, yeah yeah was, that's he, what I mean to
0: say. Yeah, yeah he's not a great guy. You're he's more of right. a threat than yeah. uh, <laughs> than a joke. And it's interesting because this Human Torch is not the Human Torch we know. No. Yeah this was a this was <gasps> an android. Oh. Human. He was oh. not even real. He was oh, an android. I was, I was just gonna
2: say he's the one that's constantly like covered in one hundred percent flame all the time. I do sure. believe
0: he was an android, if I remember my history correctly.
2: But the thing that I find, if you've, I read this uh, article that was talking about how we might have gotten a little hint. It's one of those like very far fetched like is this gonna be mephisto kind <laughs> oh, of hints yeah. <laughs> like people are it might be a stretch but it would make sense
0: oh stretch I get what you did
2: ha, I didn't mean to <laughs> uh, <laughs> in the last uh, infinity war movie where I think they're saying we got something weird coming out in the ocean around this sector and I forget which one of the Wakandan warriors yeah. she's like it's like it's it's nothing don't worry about it and it's because I think Wakanda and I forget where Namor, Namor is from or what you would oh, call Atlantis. It. was it yeah. Atlantis yeah okay. it
1: was Atlantis yeah
2: Where they, they, I think they might have had some beef or something at some point I
1: would be surprised oh yeah T'Challa yeah. and Namor do not yes. like each other like they have it's I don't necessarily want to call it a hatred but they severely dislike each other. There's beef. Yeah.
2: Uh, And so that's why it's like, don't worry about it. So they kind of hinted that maybe there is something there that Wakandans know about, or at least their government, that the rest of the world doesn't know about. So and that I, was kind of the hint to Namor.
1: And for BJ, I mean, uh, Namor is pretty intricately tied with the Fantastic Four.
0: As is everybody. It's like Kevin <laughs> Bacon. <Banken. Yeah. Which
1: laughs> Especially yeah. with uh, uh, Reed Richards, because both of them were a part of the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And also, uh, Namor always wanted to uh, get a little a little bit of Sue, uh, Sue Richards oh, in his really? life. So there's that triangle. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Namor always tried to romance Sue, and uh, she's like, yeah, look at buddy, uh, you you know, I got stuff. I got stuff. I, uh, I got other stuff I'm doing. <laughs>
2: Plus, like, I you know, it was announced that we got, like, we're getting something Fantastic Four down the line, but we're getting something. Who so. knows
0: how far down the line. Yeah. I just keep saying it's coming.
2: It's coming. But at least it was announced that it's coming. And I know there was, like, speculation there were rumors that Keanu Reeves have been talking to Marvel and everyone was agreeing he needs to play Namor. He's got the face structure. That
0: would be interesting.
2: I think he could do it.
0: That would be interesting to see if he also has the, the ability to make him to be so unlikable yeah, Likable? Can, can he be like a stoic
1: uh, curmudgeon? Uh,
2: yeah. Unlikable? Did you guys? Okay, so there's a romantic comedy, Always Be My Maybe, and he plays himself, but a more cocky, like hippie, annoying version of himself. I got to
0: watch that. Just yeah, because yeah, of yeah, that yeah.
2: rendition, you're like, oh my God, Keanu Reeves, you're so cringy and annoying. <laughs> yeah. he's like, kind of an a-hole. <laughs> Namor's
0: arrogant. Namor really yes. believes
1: that, you know, our people are the best people. I mean,
0: I he's that he kind of it. guy. Mm-hmm. I think
1: he
2: can do it. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, if you compare Atlanteans to, uh, uh, you know, normal humans, okay. I'm kind of wrong it. a lot well, of the times. Know, I mean, <laughs> you know, plus the whole story of Atlantis. They were they, they, had, they had it going on until they blew
0: themselves uh, into oblivion. Apparently. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, another another one they want to see is Tales of Asgard. So oh, it's I like, remember that comic. So it's like thousands of years old, like uh, Thor and Loki are. So we'd like to know, like, either what was going on with them, or even let's see, uh, either teenage them, quote unquote, teenage. Oh, yeah, right. Versions of themselves, but maybe even some Hella.
1: Yeah, but I mean she got locked away before they were even around.
2: Right, so maybe just like
1: just way either, way just in the way back.
2: Maybe do more of an Odin thing, who knows. Like her
1: and Odin's adventures. I mean, I know they turned sour and most of the time it was just pillaging and murdering oh, and you yeah. know taking over the realms and such like that. But I still think it would be kind of fun to watch that stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Another one is Captain Marvell.
1: Yeah. The backstory
2: of that Ant-Man and the Wasp Agents of SHIELD. So oh, but, like but the I'm, old school of them old being school. yeah
1: yeah okay okay that so would make a lot more sense. We need that.
2: somebody that really looks like uh, math or is it? Matthew Douglas no <laughs>
0: Matthew D- <laughs> not Matthew Douglas are you thinking about Evangeline Lilly no Michael no. Douglas Michael Douglas
2: oh
1: Michael Douglas yeah that Michelle guy. Pfeiffer and Michelle
2: Pfeiffer young versions of them well I mean being a, parts of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. well I mean
1: even at this point like they've done so much in terms of the uh, like de-aging with computer generated graphics oh, yeah. they've yeah, so already good. done that and it's getting very good at yeah, this point is. if you push it out a couple of years I just feel that at some point they're going to be able to deep fake it and we're not even going to have real actors at any point, you're right. I mean, I've seen, you saw you saw the Luke Skywalker deepfakes.
2: Oh the people, yeah, you know, right? right. And
0: I was like, wow, oh, it kind of looked better than the original that we saw. Oh. <laughs> uh, other
2: one is Black Panther: The Adventures of T'Chaka. Oh, the, the father. Dad. Oh yeah, and the Rampaging Hulk. Ooh.
1: All right then, we need Rampaging Hulks.
2: I, I really want She-Hulk and Rampaging Hulk. <laughs> right. Well, until next time, guys. Stay nerdy.